Scott and Paul Show, episode 74. Hey, this is our second take. Scott, are you ready to talk about the mobile game again? Oh, you're going to put me through this again? Yeah, I am. Man. This is like Groundhog Day, but like nightmarish. Yeah, it is. Scott, more nightmarish. Scott is going to explain once again for everybody this time his uh, very bad day he had. Scott, talk. Let's just go for it. Let's know All how right. you went. So as part of a really, at first, interesting marketing campaign, they had the read, play, watch hashtag on social media and a picture of Kojima in 20th Century Studios with some aliens props. And there was some hype started to build up around that. And then you had the Game Developer Award Show, whatever the hell it's called, I forget. And the guy from that was also tweeting out that same hashtag. So you think, okay, there's going to be a big game announcement for Aliens. Uh, well, that came and went, and I'm thinking that probably had something to do with Diablo Immortal and the and the scuttlebutt surrounding that, and it never showed up at the Game Awards show. So a week or two ago, uh, they had uh, an announcement that there was a new Alien Isolation game. And it's a mobile game. <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of landed with a thud in the communities that are in the aliens and predator and such. In my opinion, it landed with a pretty big thud. Um, if you look at social media, um, it looked like it landed like a thud there too. And I mean, I don't have the quotes in front of me, but Fox even came out was it late last week and made an announcement to clarify. There was not a movie coming out and uh, about being in touch with the taste of gamers and blah, 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 blah. So they're already doing damage control. Uh, yeah, just the read portion is... What comments. was the in touch with gamers portion? I, it was Don't something about people finding what the, the aliens fan, knowing what the aliens fan base wanted or something along those lines. A video game, not a mobile phone. Right, right. And that's not to say that, and this, and I I had initially a pretty strong reaction to it where I wanted to just throw my mobile phone. Um, I was just like, man, this sucks. Another freaking mobile game. And it's not to say that there aren't good mobile games. They're just typically not good. And it's hard to get excited for a mobile game until you come out and maybe see some user reviews that point out something you might like about one. So Alien May be all right but i don't know i just hate i just hate controls on um mobile games i don't i don't if i can plug in a controller that's cool but if i have to have my thumbs over the screen most of the time that doesn't work even though it actually did work pretty decent on an avp evolution game several years back but i mean alien isolation was a critical success Minus, you know, IGN being a bunch of sissies and not being able to get their deadline because the game was too hard, so they they knocked the game down, but whatever. And then they had to print their uh, sort of kind of retraction on their game score with a different reviewer giving it a better score. But regardless, um, Alien Isolation was a pretty well-received game, and you have an Alien Isolation game coming out. You have the character from Isolation in your comics media, and... 
there was a lot of speculation out of that stupid hashtag that maybe there would be like an animated feature or something, something a little more low budget. And that ends up, it appears, and I don't think, I don't know if they've officially announced the watch portion of it yet, but it looks like it might be the 40th anniversary Blu-ray 4K HDX super high pixel count release of Alien. So, yeah, this whole mobile announcement just kind of started this, the ball rolling on just a big pile of shit for the Alien franchise, which has been getting shit on for quite some time now. I mean, it's disastrous what's happened with this franchise. So, the game may be good. We'll find out. It's $5 comes out Thursday. Sounds, well, that, that soon? Yeah. Oh, it sounds a lot like the Star Wars saga we're going through right now for EA. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that another mess with Star Wars. I just checked out an article, which we'll get into the big point about Star Wars in a second. But they've had like multiple canceled projects, and they've had this big license deal with Star Wars for... Six years now, and they've had, they've managed to have basically Battlefront and Battlefront 2 come out. Not counting their mobile games. They've canceled, yeah, they've canceled more wide release, normal release, I guess you would call it, video games in Star Wars than they've released. Yeah, they canceled more than they've released. That's kind of like our writings, we, we (laughs) stop more than we put out. My God, we're we're EA. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had one game that was almost finished, and they canceled it. So, yeah. Um, basically, what has happened is um, EA canceled again the. They were, okay, the, it was the Amy Henning game, which, um, I, I don't know what the original name was, it was Codename Orca, right? Yes. Okay. That was the, um, Amy Henning game. Okay, I guess that was a linear Star Wars game with Amy Henning, that's, that's her, 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 uh, M.O. there. Well, I say M.O. Uh, that was, well, I mean, it's Uncharted, right? Okay. That, um, they decided, they didn't want to go that route. They wanted to make it a open world game. And then EA decided that, um, well, it's going to be too big. They wanted something much sooner. So they probably thought the game would come out like 2021 or 2022. So we want something earlier, like 2020. So they canceled it. So they put that team on a smaller project. Now, I guess they're trying to say to EA's credit, they didn't just, you know, Lay anybody off. They took the team and put them on a smaller project. I guess they're still working on another Star Wars project. 
But, um... Seriously. So, as far as I know, the only game we have that's Star Wars is probably another friggin' Battlefront game. And the one that Titanfall's team is working on with uh, God of War 3's director in charge of it is uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Which is supposed to come out later this year if it doesn't get cancelled. I, at this point, I'm not looking forward to seeing it. it it's it's going to be a sacrifice to the cancellation gods. And the only thing we've seen is that one little blur, blurb from, um, was it last year? That was it? Yeah, that looked like... Um, it's a small, that, that scissor wheel they had like, about Star Wars games. That was it. That's all I've seen from this. Game. You mean that wasn't from Jedi Outcast? No. It's <laughs> getting the same vibe. You mean that wasn't Kyle Katarn? Oh, my bad. Yeah, um... Yeah, I just don't... I, I mean, are they just waiting on the name Star Wars to sell stuff for them? Yes. That's exactly what they're doing. It didn't work out so well for Battlefront 2, did it? No, and then you had Bob Iger jump down on him. About the microtransactions once you had the um, backlash shit and everybody put out that little hashtag Disney and gambling once that yeah. went out. Um, Rogue One Which is a shame because that's evolved into a decent game. Well, they did it themselves. Rogue One Rider rips yeah. into EA over your Star Wars game. So I'm guessing this is the one, the Amy Hinnon game. So he was on Kind of Funny Games. And he said, my funny is that quote. Say something, Scott. I'll find the quote. Maybe they canceled it to release mobile games. Well, they, All future Star Wars releases will be mobile titles only. Yeah, well, they get those out. Quote, it has been catastrophically mismanaged. If I were Disney, I'd be fucking furious. I saw a bunch of that game, and it looked terrific. It would have been Star Wars Uncharted. Yeah, that sounds like a good thing to me. Yeah. I mean, we bitch and groan about what looks like reskins a lot of times, but, I mean, good game mechanics are good. Good game mechanics are good game mechanics. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars 1313, the game that everybody wanted, that's a linear game. God of War is a linear game, for the most part. But look at that, game of the year. It won how many awards? I mean, it sold millions. Spider-Man sold 10 million copies. Oh, Mario Brothers. I'm sorry, Star Wars. I'm sorry, EA, you you don't want that? No, we would rather have microtransactions that we can have this game as service. Yeah, you can, you can get $10 million. What's well, $10 million times 60? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Chibangus number. Yeah. You, you don't want that? No, that's the thing. It's what game, what, what players want 
is what players buy. Plain and simple. And then if and you make a kick-ass DLC, guess what? They're going to buy it too. Yeah. If it's good and worthwhile and not overpriced, they'll buy the shit out of it. And if you throw the Star Wars name on there, they, they will buy it. I mean, how many times have we bought Star Wars? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. I mean, I, I still haven't bought it on uh, Blu-ray yet. Oh, yeah. I haven't done that jump yet. Yeah. I'm waiting for... Uh... It's because the set's like freaking 90 bucks. Yeah. Fuck that. And since now I have a 4K player, I'm just waiting for the transition to 4K. But only if I get no Han shot first. Yeah, that needs rectified. Yeah. I'm on a soft Star Wars boycott anyways because of Han shot first. Soft. As in I only buy like 80% of the Star Wars shit that comes out. Well. And it used to be 50%, but then I saw George Lucas wearing a Han shot first shirt. So I softened it even more. <laughs> he's such a fucking troll. Yeah. Anyways, he's uh, the man. So EA is completely just screwing a pooch, plain and simple. Yeah, and it's everybody's fault because they keep buying the stuff. That's Scott, right. Scott yeah, did. that's right. Scott did. Scott bought. I was on a... How many years did I boycott EA? Twelve. Twelve. Successfully boycotted them for twelve years. They got a Star Wars license that I broke on Battlefront One. Me too. Yeah, and then I ignored the the beta rage and said, "Ah, oh, it can't be that bad," and bought Battlefront Two. Yeah, and it was that bad. Mortal Kombat Eleven. Um, it's Mortal Kombat with mumble rap. It's um. Yes, guy hates rap. It's uh, hate mumble rap. I like Fresh Prince. He likes no eyes. He likes white rap. It's uh, it's Mortal Kombat coming to Switch. Um, portable fatalities. I th- I think it's the same people who did the PC, which is messed up. Could be wrong. Um. I don't trust the Switch version. Just saying. Wait for reviews. Yeah, with that developer and less horsepower. Which you haven't really heard a lot of bad things about. I mean, you know there's less horsepower. There's no doubt about it. You've heard a few people, a few developers haven't made certain titles because of the horsepower. But you haven't really heard a lot about performance issues with the ports. I know there's a few, but it's not like it was with the Wii U. Yeah. Where there was these huge stories that every time that a game came out, like, man, this frame rate this, and pixel that, and yada, yada, yada. Well, I mean, trying all, to think of... all the 2K ports have been crap on Switch. Yes, yeah. Well, that's just 2K. And um, the team who's been doing the Mortal Kombat ports on PC have been garbage, and I think yes. this is the same one. Yeah, that doesn't lend a lot of faith. So... To the project. So they do not pre-order the Switch version. So, so this is, uh, yeah, it's, 
I still would not buy Mortal Kombat anyway just because of all the microtransactions they put in it. So, yeah. I haven't bought Mortal Kombat in years. But I bought it. That was that was the first one I bought since the original Xbox days. I picked up Mortal Kombat XL because it was like ten dollars on PlayStation Plus. Some like massive sale. That was the reason why I bought it. Well, um. Scott says he hasn't been playing any retro games. Um, I'll tell you what I did do. I, even though we've had this discussion before, don't trust Nintendo. I did pick up um, the Metroid Prime Trilogy on the Wii U shop. It's, yeah. It's still $20. So I was like, well, I could try hunting it down or I can just go ahead and pay $20 and get it over with. So, I did. And I tried. I really tried my best to get used to those motion controls. I couldn't do it. Mm. I'm going yes. to have to because the Metro Prime 3 uses motion controls. So, I said screw it and I just went ahead and I I ordered uh, Metroid Prime 1 and 2. So I guess you could say I double dipped. Because well, at least the first Metroid Prime and those are cheap. The separate releases are pretty cheap. Yeah. For the GameCube now, and the Wii. Because I did this, you can be thankful for me because they'll be announcing a Switch version pretty soon from Metroid Prime. Do yeah, you always get screwed like that. Yeah. So it's gonna happen. It'll be announced this year. And the good thing is... controls for pro controller support. So when that happens, I'll just get uh, Gamefly again for Metroid Prime 3. That's probably my favorite GameCube game is Metroid Prime. The first one, yeah. I never did finish 2. I beat 1, but I never did finish 2. I was like really close to finishing two. I don't know what happened. It's just one of those things. I'm most of the way through part three at one point, I just never finished them. That's not to knock the games. It's just, just yeah. how I roll. We need to do like a game club thing with some retro games to have game saves, where we just okay this month we'll play through chapters one through three, and then we can talk about it on the show. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Games that Especially we, since you're ramping up your GameCube collection. Games we never beat. That way we can actually just go through it. Or just games that we liked. Like uh, Batman Vengeance. That was a good game. Um, Time Splitters 2. Of course it wasn't exclusive, but still. Mm, that's a good game. Yeah, I don't have that game. But yeah, Obviously the Resident Evils, which aren't exclusive anymore either. No, I I bought that game on um, Steam. I got further than I ever got before. And I have a game-breaking bug on PC. Which game was that? Resident Evil 4. 
Oh, that sucks. And they're never going to patch it. And, of course, my option is to just go through and play it again. And Nope. I'm not playing it again. I, I guess I could get the, you know, the Wii, not Wii, but the um, GameCube version. Play it like I originally played it, but... Mm, I can't. That's like I waited two years to play uh, Zombie U because <laughs> I knew I just ended up with a copy of it and was just reading about it and stumbled across a forum post talking about all the places that can break your saves because you're stuck with nowhere to go. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! And then they patched a couple of those spots out, and I was like, oh, this is just something I'll keep an eye on. And then when I saw that enough patches have been released, uh, then I played through it, and it was an excellent game. Yeah, that uh, sucks. Yeah, I finally picked up... Well, I shouldn't say finally, but I did pick up Mario Sunshine, but they never finished the game. There's still some bad spots in there. They rushed to get it out for the summer, because it was a summer-based game, and they needed a Mario game. I, I, I hated that game when I played it, but you still need it. It's the only Mario game. I never finished Luigi's Mansion, but I haven't bought it yet either. I've been. I finished that. That's a. That's a good game. That just got. Re- is that? Yeah. That's in the pipeline, or did it get released already? It, it got released. It's Might on. have to grab that for 3ds. All right, let's do uh, 1985 for the movies. Oh yeah. Well, we haven't done this in a while because we we had to. We took an extended break. Yeah. Well, it was the holidays. It wasn't your typical lost interest type of thing that podcasters do. It was just a couple bad holiday break plus sickness. Yeah, I got sick and some other shit. Okay. Well, what we do is we have a list of the top. Well, we make a list of the. Top 20 films, at least 20 that we can see, of uh, top grocers of 1985 and the years of it. 85, 86, 87, etc. And we will narrow them down to the top five and they will be put in order. Scott's getting behind on running a uh, little write-up in all these films, but them on the <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Oh, my God. He has about... No, I mean the whole webpage. <laughs> you just said it. I'm like, uh, I haven't thought of that in four or six weeks. Scott has about uh, 25 reviews to write. Jesus Christ. For all these films. All right. Oh, um... Yeah, I write a review for him in 140 character limits. Yeah. All right, Scott, heads or tails? Heads. Oh, okay. I'm not even going to ask Siri. She doesn't work for me anymore. It's heads. It landed on heads. Go for it. Okay. Oh, we got to go through the list here. Okay. Uh, the I can't, Who came up with this list? Me or you? You. I did. Okay. These are in order from... I, fuck, I don't even remember if I put these in order or not. Uh, this came from Box Office Mojo, so most likely, unless I got these out of order, they're in um, gross, top grossing films. Okay, Scott, 
Uh, Back to the Future, Rambo, First Blood Part 2, Rocky IV, The Goonies, The Breakfast Club, Pale Rider, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, Commando, Teen Wolf, A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, The Last Dragon, Fright Night, Weird Science, Clue, Silver Bullet, Return of the Living Dead, Real Genius, Friday the 13th Part 5, and Brewster's Millions. Scott, please make an elimination. There are two movies on here that I'm that I'm a stretch to remember because I'm not watching 20 movies in a week, guys. Sorry. Uh, Brewster's Millions and Pale Rider. Is Dan Aykroyd and in, in Brewster's Millions? To be honest, I don't remember if he or is, is that or is that is that the poor Mr. Richard Pryor on this show? <laughs> that 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 would be Mr. Richard Pryor. Oh man, Which I know I like this I'm movie. I just here. haven't seen it since I was like ten. Brewster's, so, Brewster's Millions is based on an actual true story by Brewster's Millions. I have cut Richard Pryor early in every episode. I feel terrible about that. After losing his position as a minor league pitcher, Montgomery Brewster learns his great uncle has left him $300 million. Ah, shit. Yeah, that movie. Yes. The base. Yep. Fuck. It's good money. It's good amount of money. It's a good movie. Three hundred million dollars go a long way in nineteen eighty-five. See, that's a movie. I'm gonna have to just sit down and have like a Richard Pryor weekend. Well, it won't last long. You'll delete every film as soon as you watch it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Brewster's Millions. Cut that. Yeah. Yeah. Cut it. See, Scott will sit here and say, you know, Eddie Murphy, good actor. Steve Martin, good actor. Richard Pryor. Nah, so stayed a comedian. He's a good actor. Yeah. Never soon made it to Hollywood. Alright. Um. Well, well, well. Well, let's get rid of Freddy's Revenge. It's a sequel. That's actually the one I was looking at. Yeah. Because of the sequels. I mean, it's, I love the movie. Yeah, on its own, it's not really. 85 had a lot of good movies. It's it's not really. Freddy's Revenge isn't really that great on the own. No. Oh, you're you're asking about Pale Rider. That's the one where Clint Eastwood comes to town and he is a um, he's a preacher. It's that um, mining community up in the hills. Mm. I feel like my credibility on this show just nosedived. It's you not mean, ringing a bell. You remember other than um, Jaws from Yeah, from James Bond? Yeah, and he hits him in the nuts with a sledgehammer. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's, See, that's another one of those ones I just haven't seen since yeah, this is that movie. I was like 12 or 13. Guy, I was like, that ain't no preacher I've ever seen. Yeah, this is that movie. Yeah, All right. Well, awesome. I'm just going to avoid Pale Rider for right now. 
Um, it's one of his best films. The most overrated movie on here that I enjoy is Clue. So I'm, t- I'm tossing Clue to the wayside here. Uh, dickhead. <laughs> it is a good movie. It's just not the heights of comedy that people say it is. No, it's not, but no, it's, it's Tim Curry. Oh, no. Friday 13th, you got to go just because you got rid of Clue. Alright. Actually, I would have cut that if I had realized that was five and not six. I just glanced at it and thought it was six, which is my favorite one. Yeah, get Roy and his bullshit out of here. Alright. Um... We got... Hmm, I'm not going to read the obvious ones, but we still have like Teen Wolf, Last Dragon, Fright Night, Weird Science, Silver Bullet, Return of the Living Dead, Real Genius. Well, it's not Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> yeah. You know what also wasn't Teen Wolf? Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> um, Real Genius. Alright. Real Genius. Coolest popcorn scene ever. The guy thinks God popped the popcorn. Um. Okay, it's getting a little difficult now. Yeah, yeah, that's when it gets tight. Wow, this is actually okay. Um, Breakfast Club. Sorry, got to go. Wow. Holy shit. I hope my ex doesn't listen to this. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> you should hope I'm not listening to it. I'm about to drive down to your house and punch you in the face. Sorry. Uh, it's not a John Hughes film that I actually give a shit about. Okay, I'm I'm a little flip floppy here on Return of the Living Dead. Is this the one This is the one with the redhead. Then it's not getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> Take out Friday right. Night if you're going to take out one of those. Yeah, yeah. Return of the Living Dead, you are safe for right now. Um, take out Silver Bullet, don't take out Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, she can make that kid stand up. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, this is the f- film that actually invented the brains. Yes, it is. It has to stay in there just for that. Well, it was, I can't remember the name of the guy. It was him and George Romero had the con, the conflict over the rights to the series, and they came up with different naming conventions as part of their settlement or whatever in the legal battle, and that's where this series was spawned out of. Which, honestly, I mean, I love George Romero, but he didn't really take it in a much better direction in the long run. No. Um... Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, burn it. Yeah. Listening to those little tribal kids try to speak in their broken language just makes me want to burn that movie. And I, I mean, I like the movie overall, but I, I really think authoritatively, in my mind, it is not as good as the 13 that remain. Or besides maybe Pale Rider, but I'm going to go ahead and assume I like Pale Rider more because it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. In, we need to watch Pell Rider. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. I'll rectify that one. That's just another one that's just lost to time. 
I'm Especially since I've been catching up on Hammer films for the last two months. Uh, get rid of Fright Night. Did you see the remake they did? No, I have not seen the remake. I'm going to get hammered for this one probably, but I like the remake better. You said that the last time I talked to you. you yes, yeah. you need to watch the remake. The remake is better. I think it's on Shutter. I can't remember. Check it out. Uh, I'm gonna cut. Of course, I saw the remake first. I might have something to do with it, but. Yeah. Wait a minute. Say what? I saw the remake first. You didn't watch Fright Night in the '80s? Mm-mm. Bullshit. No. I don't believe you. I think you hit your head. I was a Lost Boys kid. I was like, this ain't Lost Boys. I ain't watching this shit. Man. Man, Lost Boys was great. Yeah, Lost Boys is still one of the top vampire films. Ever. Uh, I'm not going to read down what's left till we get to 10. Um, Oh, gosh. I'm going to say... I know what to cut. There's two I'm looking at right now. I can help you out. They're not as good as the other films. I'd cut, I'd, I was looking at the one that you got highlighted right now, actually. Yeah. Silver Bullet. Yeah. I may disagree on the other one, though. I think it's better than some of the other films. I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen couple of these in a long time I don't know how well Teen Wolf stands up but that's not what it's about Wee's Big Adventure mm. yeah remember listeners the criteria is what one we enjoyed the most now we've tried to watch movies on the list but again you can't sit down and watch 20 movies in a, a week or two Man, Man, I, I bet that Russian off the list. Yeah, I bet that Russian Commando movie is awesome. I <laughs> yes, I have to see that. <laughs> Just the trailer alone. <laughs> Which funny story is me and Paul were talking about Commando a few weeks ago, and uh, I stumbled across the action figures, and he actually already owned some of those. Yeah. Yeah. I'd never even heard of those until then. They actually had a really good Arnold likeness. Like, shockingly yeah, good. it's amazing. I used to, he was a world champion one time. Him and Ric Flair had some amazing matches back in my league. From the neck down, they look terrible. From, yeah. But the head sculpt on those is pretty legit. I need to get in the closet and find my action figures. See, my, my dream was if we could do a podcast together, we have all of our action figures lined up. We could have a video podcast, but... Oh, shit. If I lined all mine up, dude, we'd have to freaking use a Skycam from, like, the Cowboys Stadium. Oh, I also have the uh, USS flag, too, so I wanted that set up. You still have the flag? I still have the flag. How complete is that? How what? How complete is it? I have the... everything. You know how much that thing goes for on... to a collector? I'm gonna say if it's if it's like eighty or ninety percent complete and not yellowed to shit, that you're probably looking at six to seven hundred bare minimum. Oh, really? Because the last time I checked the price on that was about ten years ago, and that's where it was at. 
Because huh. I have a friend that has one that's about 90% complete and it's not yellowed. But he's not, he's not coming off from it. Well, I'm not either. He said he'd just, he'll sell blood or semen or something first if he gets that desperate. Yeah, I'm not getting rid of mine. I mean, mine's in the storage building, but I'm not getting rid of it. Yeah, my wife, she gets tore up. Um, some of these rare things I have that I come across and I'm like, I'm not getting rid of it. We're not broke. No. If I got, if I got to buy groceries with it, then yeah, that's different, but <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, maybe when Antichrist gets here and I need to sell some of my stuff so I can eat, but no, I'll get rid of weird science. I never liked that movie. Sorry. TV series. That's my favorite ones on the list. TV series was okay. This I like the TV good. series a lot too. Yeah. And as a big aliens dork, the chat gives a monologue about the scene when Gorman and Vasquez blow themselves up. All right. Top ten list. Back to the Future. Rambo, First Blood Part 2. Rocky 4. The Goonies. Now this has to be Sylvester Stallone's best year. Uh, Rocky 4. The Goonies. Pillar Rider. Peely's Big Adventure. Commando. Teen Wolf. The Last Dragon, Leroy, and Return of the Living Dead. So, oh, like, man. if the criteria is what one movie we enjoyed the most, it has to be Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> because I was about 13 when I first watched that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much had everything we wanted in there. <laughs> it's shockingly good full frontal. Like, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that scream queen was genetically blessed in the formation of certain parts of her body. Um, let's see, whose turn is it? I think that's where we started liking redheads too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably what did it for me. Uh, <sighs> out of what's left, I'm gonna cut mm. Teen Wolf. Hmm. I just noticed something. Our top ten, we got two guys that are in two movies in top ten. Yeah. That's the first time for us. Probably. You got Stallone and you have um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Oh, Marty McFly. Then we have a year where Richard Pryor was in two films in the year. Hell, he might have had where he was in three in the top 25. You lead all of them. Um, yeah, he was pretty prolific at one point. Okay. Oh, boy. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I don't think there's any way I could sit down and watch the whole thing. No, I can watch clips of it as much. I mean, I watched it like 50 times when I was younger. I tried to watch it last year, I think, and I couldn't keep, it could not keep my attention. His stand-up's good though. Yeah. It's not that it's a bad movie. For yeah. one, I've seen it 50 freaking times and, uh, I mean, I guess there's other movies I've seen that many times that I enjoy, but still it's, it's a good movie, but it's just, I feel like I can do other things. When I'm watching it. Alright, um, 
Out of what's left, I'm going to say, and this hurts, but The Last Dragon. Barry oh, Gordy's The Last Dragon. Oh, man. Leroy. Whoa, stop. Back up. Back up. Back up. Out of what's left, it's Rambo First Blood Part 2. Mm. I'm cutting Rambo. Oh, man. I'm cutting Rambo. You drew first blood, not him. Can't believe it. That's a it. damn good movie, too. Man. I don't give a shit what Rotten Tomatoes says about it, but I'm cutting it. Two is better than one, and you cut two. Two is a better action movie. I actually like the first one a little bit more. Uh, that's because you like killing dogs in movies, that's why. He just wounded him. <laughs> you didn't read the book. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He pulled a Mick Dundee on him, okay? Yeah. Um. Oh boy. Well, good. The dog killer got kicked the fuck off the list. Hey, there we go. All right. Yeah. Last dragon. Seriously. <laughs> Pet rider still on there. That's the only one I can't remember. <laughs> one I can remember one scene because you explained it to me. Yeah. Uh, Pedal Rider, goodbye. Oh man. So Scott has kicked off Richard Pryor, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, <laughs> Little Marty McFly. And Clint Eastwood. Just for the record. I'm just saying that the winner for this whole project is sitting at number five on this list right now. <laughs> for the entire 80s, yeah. that's the one. Scott's winner is it's full of frontal nudity. <laughs> All right. So, not in order yet. Or it could be. Who knows? Back to the Future. Rocky Four, The Goonies, Commando, and Return of the Living Dead. Well, Back to the Future is almost a perfect movie. Yeah. Rocky Four is an amazing film. Goonies is very campy. Commando is your typical 80s action film. It's almost like a satire of 80s action films. Yes, it is. And it's an 80s action film. It didn't know what it was doing. And that's why it's one of the greatest movies ever made, in my opinion. Except for the Russian remake. Which I must see. I want to get a copy of that somehow. And Return of the Living Dead. Um, well, it gave us brains. Okay, I'm going to have to just go ahead and shout. I'm going to have to name Linnea or Linnea. I'm going to say Linnea Quigley played trash in Return of the Living Dead. Giggity. <laughs> it's and yeah, and it's kind of funny because IMDb says her trademark is Linnea, Linnea, 
Linnea, whatever her first name is, I can't pronounce it, is known for her signature scream, bullshit. No. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> that is not what she's known for. No. Well, you need to go in there and edit that. Anybody can. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Um, so, but, you know, if we're gonna call, call out how, uh, freaking hot she was, is, gotta give her a name. Barbara Linnea Quigley. Born in Davenport, Iowa. <laughs> Barbara. Yeah. Barbara. They're coming for you, Barbara. Which is kind of ironic. Mm-hmm. Um, Davenport, Iowa, home of UFC champion Pat Militich. Okay. Let's see. So that's her name. So are we moving Return of the Living Dead up to three? Moving Goonies down to five? Is there Full Frontal in um, Back to the Future? Mm, that's no, why but, it's not the but perfect have, movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have Leah Thompson's Cleavage out for I can think of a – yeah. And there's Beavage. <laughs> Beavage. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead. Subscriber count is plummeting. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, out of the ones that's left, I and again, it's what movie? This you is enjoy. not a Me Too podcast, is it? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Was she? Hey, I don't think she made any sort of claims of any such terrible things. Um. The only movie that's not on the list that I would say it may compete with any of these, in my opinion, would be like Weird Science or Rambo. Until I watch Power Rider. Hmm. Um, even without the nudity, I could watch Turn of the Living Dead like once a year, no problem. Back to the Future, I've probably watched once a year since 1985. Same for Rocky Four and Commando. The Goonies every few years. I'm definitely, I'd say number one is clearly Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love Rocky Four. Uh, I love boxing. I love two box. I love Stallone. I love Rocky, but Rocky Four is like the zenith of boxing films. Like it's, Got the right amount of action, the right amount of drama. And, uh. He lost his best friend, he's fighting for America. Yeah, I mean, he literally ended communism in the real world. Mm-hmm. But he's not Marty fucking McFly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, again, the, the, the part that kind of falters the Rocky Four is probably when he gets to the training montage part. You kind of like feel like you're missing part of the movie there. Like, there should have been more at that point. That's kind of like, it's not that the montage isn't cool. It's just there's kind of like, it almost feels like they just threw it in there instead of writing a more complete film. So, Rocky Four is fantastic, but Back to the Future is a more complete movie by far. Um, and there really didn't need to be a sequel to Back to the Future because you could have ended there and you just, you could have wrote your own sequel in your mind. And you just right. knew that the, the stories between Doc and Marty will continue. Yeah. Yeah. So Back to the Future 1, I'd say Rocky 4 at 2. I'd move Commando up to 3 in my opinion. Really? Yep. Then Return of the Living Dead, number 4. Yep. Goonies, 5. 
And I'm just taking a step back off my aesthetic appreciation of certain things on Return of the Living Dead. Just saying. Like, I don't think my head would have whipped around any faster than if I'd have seen a real-life kaiju. Like, I still have neck problems from that moment. So, Back to the Future, Rocky IV, Commando, Return of the Living Dead, The Goonies? I doubt that. That's, that's my, that's my personal take. I really like The Goonies, though. Yeah, I mean, it's... But there's, there's some flat moments in that, too, with the, and that's again, you have young actors, is the problem. So. It's very 80-ish. Very 80-ish. Yeah, that, yeah, that's definitely true, but that doesn't really, it's got that 80s flair and appeal to it, that 80s flavor. That's the word I'm looking for, that flavor. But, it's just, again, you've got a bunch of child actors. And that's well. Me, I mean, you had child actors in the Monster Squad too, but I prefer the Monster Squad over the Goonies. Yeah. So I mean, child actors doesn't ruin the film, even though the first thing we say is, uh, "Hate the kid." That's our first yeah. thought. That's because people don't know how to write dialogue for kids. Yeah, I mean, I've been around kids; they don't act that stupid or talk that way. No. We were kids. Well, it's a pretty solid that. list. I mean, the Breakfast Club got kicked off there. I can't do anything about that, listeners. So, <laughs> well, yeah. You, well, you I, didn't even, I didn't even put um, the other one he had on there with those assholes. Um, St. Elmo's Fire. I didn't put that on there. Came about the same year. Oh, that crew was mm-hmm. that the same year? Yeah, same year. That's one I haven't seen since the 80s. Well, there's no need to. Piece of shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to put... Uh, did I kick 16 Candles off? Yeah, I did. Isn't there another Molly Ringwald special coming up? Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, I'm going to kick that one off, too. Man, you're terrible. But, Molly hey. Ringwald. That's that's recent number two I like redheads. <laughs> <laughs> Big Long Dong Chong, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What's the one was that? Sixteen candles. Sixteen candles. Yeah. Long, long duck dong. Long duck dong. Yeah. She's got some me too stuff come out about John Hughes. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite as deep. It's more of a environment thing, I think, but I don't know. Well, and his writing and shit. It was the eighties. It was okay to do that back then. Yeah. Yeah. Like Wall Street greed is good. Okay, I, back to the I, future. It really hasn't changed. Greed is good. Yeah, yes. That's Trump. Back to the future. Rocky Four, Commando, Return of the Living Dead, and The Goonies. This is the best films of 1985. Well, that's it. So, everybody, go out and buy a GameCube. Now, since I got one, again, I'm not going to get into why. And, um... Watch Return of the Living Dead. Yes. And if you want to buy a good Aliens mobile game, Aliens Pinball. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I'm pretty sure it's free. Yeah. In and fact, I- you can download that Pinball, Aliens Pinball app, 
and unlock all three tables without paying a nickel by uh, the, playing the game. The one thing you did not talk about is they did say they were making a MMO Aliens game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's um, Aliens. Um, the hell they say the name of that was? Blackout. Yeah, Aliens Blackout. I was I was referring to Isolation as Blackout. Alien Isolation. Is it Alien Isolation Blackout? Oh shit! I don't remember the name of it, but you just <laughs> said that they were making a Aliens a Blackout yeah. is. A massively online shooter. Yeah. Um, when it, I really hope it's not a PUBG Fortnite clone. Uh, I can see them just parachuting everybody into an alien planet. No, I take that back. Alien Blackout is the Alien Isolation mobile game. Maybe they don't have a title for the the shooter yet. I do know that the it's going to be there is a colonial marine well, in one of the images involved with that. It's going to be bad, but it's probably going to suck. Yes, no doubt. But guess who's going to own a copy of it? <sighs> well, you have to buy one for the show, right? You got to review it. That's right. And Blackout may come out for the Switch potentially. Um, not that there's anything hard lying about it, but the developer said something about, you know, being interested in the platform, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so if there's a physical copy of that, I will be supporting the things I hate. <laughs> Call of Duty Blackout? Call of Duty Blackout, yeah, but Aliens Blackout oh. is the isolation game. It oh. just came, it's oh, coming out okay. Thursday. You're getting me confused now. Okay. Yeah, my bad. Well, yeah, they blackout. shouldn't call Blackout Blackout when there's already a Blackout game. Yeah, they just came out last quarter. Okay. All right, anyways, and this pinball, guys. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs>